0: Hey welcome back it's been a while you know to tell you the truth and be completely honest with you, my uh, job changes uh, tremendously from what I do normally and the summertime I'm just busy uh, nonstop my day is completely full, and I'm just done <laughs> when I get home. so forgive me, but hey, listen, here we are today. you know on the news uh it's all it's always one thing or the other that dominates the news. there's no happy in between or happy medium and you know what's going on right now, of course, is the weather. It seems that it doesn't matter what's going on, hot, cold, rain, climate change has to come in to the equation. Listen, there's no doubt that there's uh, some folks making money off uh, the climate change agenda. And I'm not saying, uh, you know, for one minute that, uh, you know, maybe there's not a little a little bit of something going on there with the climate change. I don't know. I firmly believe that, you know, however you believe anyway, but the way I believe is, you know, when God created the earth, he set the weather in motion. And I think that there's trends and, you know, maybe there might be hundred year trends. Maybe there might be two or three hundred year trends. I don't know. I know that, you know, man has, uh, we have contributed a lot of pollution uh, to this whole earth uh, and i'm sure that's has some kind of negative effect at least it messes up the drinking causes causes uh, lawsuits and class action suits for uh, one military base or the other you know that's that's the other part of uh, at least social media and commercials that uh, you know they, just, they always want to sue somebody but hey listen here's the deal you know why it's hot because it's summertime you know why it's hot in phoenix arizona because that city is built right in the middle of the desert in one of the hottest places in the United States. That's no secret. That's why it's hot there right now. That's why it's 110, 116, 119, or whatever it was. But you want to know what else? I just randomly pulled up uh, what the temperature was. I think it was either in 1983 or 1985. Just uh, I, That was the first year that came to my mind, no no particular reason. you know how hot it was? 119 degrees. You know how many days? I don't know how the, the graph, you know, is, doesn't go by days, but uh, it was just a, a, the chart showed that there were several days there. You know why it was that hot? It summertime. We lived in Las Vegas at one point years ago. And I'll never forget I was uh, painting houses uh, that summer with my dad. Uh, we had recently moved there, retired from uh, the Air Force, You know, if, if you've listened to my any past uh, podcasts that I've had. So until he found a job you know, retirement pay was not enough to live on when you first retire. So we we were painting houses and I had a little transistor radio, you know, we didn't have cell phones and digital music. We had to rely on the radio. And I had that little transistor radio sitting in the we were painting outside, outside house of the houses and I'll never forget that day uh, it came across the radio. Now this is this was about a three day span there that Hundred and fifteen degrees, hundred and sixteen, and you know that's kind of back then when it was, uh, and they still do it now, but it's kind of popular to hey, let's let's fry an egg on the hood of the car or on the sidewalk or something, and, and hey, listen, in Las Vegas in the summertime that can easily be done. But you know how come it was that hot there? Because it's summertime. Well, listen, it's summertime right now too, and it's going to get hot. Hey, listen, that's just a fact of life. They don't they don't need to sell you know climate change and all that nonsense with that. It's just simply going to get hot. Well, while we're on the subject, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, some people might call it propaganda. You can call it whatever you want to. I think uh, some people uh, that are behind some of these agendas are classified as a marketing strategy because they're simply making a lot of money off of it. They're, hey, listen, one, one retailer, they're the largest retailer in the world. And, you know, the the name starts with a W. I'm not, I'm not going to say who it is. I don't think there's any liability if I did. I'm simply telling the truth. I went in there. Well, let me back up a minute. You know, when COVID hit, the pandemic, uh, at least, I mean, it, it affected everybody. I'm just talking about the United States, uh, but everybody for sure. But uh, here we're at right, the state that I live in, uh, the government or the governor, rather, The legislators were, uh, representatives were already out of session. People threw a fit. But the governor then, Asa Hutchins, just all but closed people down, uh, put a mask mandate into place and tagged it with, uh, you know, local or any law enforcement could, could could write you a $500 ticket for not wearing a mask inside of uh, you know a business or a public place like that. Well, as you know, a lot of mom and pop operations uh, to this day have not recovered. They went out of business. I think now, you know, here we are post COVID or at least post pandemic that uh, you still got a lot of people trying to lean on the excuse of not being able to fill the supply chain. Hey, look here, you know, I think my podcast is is intended more for entertainment than anything, right? Maybe I just like to hear the sound of my own voice. I don't know. Nonetheless, just take it with a grain of salt. If you don't like it, turn it off. Hey, Hey, listen, hit next. If you do subscribe to it. I mean, I'll do my best to keep pushing them out there. Normally, I don't talk about this stuff. I, I uh, usually try to talk about coming of age and growing up in the military, one thing or the other. Anyway, let's change it up a little bit. In the meantime, I think this particular store that I'm talking about, and listen, uh, they uh, even before COVID pandemic, they their customer service is just absolutely not what it used to be. That's no secret. Everybody knows it. You know, used to back in the day, and I'm not talking... Uh, too awful many years ago, associates would come out of the woodwork, you know, trying to, to offer to help you, to guide you. Uh, you know, they could answer questions about a particular product or, you know, hey, when are you going to get this in or, you know, anything like that. But anymore, they they have even a store manager. I've asked them and they don't know. They just said, you know, hey, listen, we don't know how many we're getting or if, if we're even getting them until they get here. My goodness. You're the store. I mean, listen, who are we? You're the face of this company right now even though you may be in a small town you are the face of this company you're the ones need to have the answers to the questions we're asking because we are the ones uh, you know spending our money here Uh, you know each of us alone uh, you know may not be getting you rich but all of us together are all of us together have caused you, resulted in you becoming the number one retailer in the world. Well, nobody else but us. Well, it gets kind of aggravating, you know. When something happens there recently, let me just go ahead and fast forward, quit rambling off. I filled a prescription not long ago. I just do it on my uh, my uh, smartphone. And uh, I went to pick it up and they said, Oh, it's already been paid for. And I said, What do you mean it's already been paid for? He said, Well, it shows here that you're easy pay. And I said, Well, you know, now listen, I'm going to pay for this prescription one way or the other, but, you know, I'm, hey, listen, I may or may not have different forms of payment in my pocket. And it's me that decides which form I'm going to use, not them. And I said, Well, look here. I said, I, I did not authorize you or Walmart to, to uh, take that out of my bank account. Oh, well, there's nothing we can do. And I just kept, and I wasn't rude with them by no means. I said, well, you know, I didn't authorize it. Well, we can't do nothing on a store level. Go to the, the, cur- you know, the courtesy desk, customer service. So I did, and as I walked over there, I knew what they were gonna say. Because this is the store that we're in. This is a store that does not offer the type of customer service at least not on the level that it used to. I went over there and and told them the same thing, and you know the lady. Uh, and it we're a small town, uh, and this this store is in a small town, so we know everybody. You know, and when I say talk about this these experiences, this is not to reflect on on any person in the store. You know, we're we're just talking company level, that's who's responsible. Uh, she said, well, there's there's nothing we can do. She said, you just need to call a customer service. And I said, well, you know what happens when you call customer service. They're not going if you even get through to them. I said, what's their number? So she gave me the number and I called. And of course, uh, it was a recording, uh, and, you know, and uh, I don't know, the next day or two, somebody called and I explained it on and said, okay, well, and this was just an operator well, let me forward your question or, or you know, your uh, feedback to somebody. So, you know, again, a few days or a week after that, somebody called. And, and of course, they're all real nice. And, and she said, uh, well, I see here where, you know, it did charge you on the, uh, uh, like that. But I also see that you didn't authorize that. Well, I said, well, that, that's exactly what I've just got through telling you. <laughs> Long story short. And I wasn't looking for no money back or anything like that. It's just the fact that I decide how I'm going to pay for that, not them. Well, long story short, and I I know a lot of you can relate to, to this story, whether it's picking up a prescription or something else. At the end of the day, they don't care. I'm not talking about little Susie at the express lane or, you know, Joanne at the customer services. I'm not talking about them individually. I'm talking about the darn company. And uh, here we are. Let's go back to post-COVID. You know, I know whether it's there or anywhere else you go, there might be some items that they're just out of. It's always been that way. But when I walk in there, and this was this was not long ago, I know you remembered it. it was on the news. You mean to tell me you're out of crackers? Out of crackers? You're out of the name brand crackers, you're out of the generic crackers? You ain't got no crackers? Hey, listen, here's the deal. They are the largest retail company in the entire world, they have buying power that nobody else has. I worked with, uh, for a little grocery store years ago. I say little. It was in a small town. It was a, a good-sized grocery store for that town, but he had a couple of warehouses out back. So what he did is he had the space to have some buying power. And, and I think a lot of what he did was he he just bought, you know, just truckloads of Coke or Pepsi or, or whatever. Uh, the case may have been, you know, one month or the next, but... He'd buy so much of it that he would get it at a, a greatly reduced price, which may allow him to sell it a little cheaper, and then he could put it on sale and sell it really cheap and still make a profit. Just good business decisions, good, solid Way to do business. Buying power is what I'm talking about here. This was a little mom and pop operation. And uh, well, here you got this company we're talking about today, the largest retailer in the world. And you mean to tell me that you're out of crackers? But hey, listen, it could be anything that we, we, you know, we bought Ozarka Water a lot. And therefore, while they were out of that, it's like, it's water. It's water. Call this company up because you are the largest retailer in the world. And tell them, looky here, we sell more of your water than anybody on the face of the planet. And we expect our trucks to be full of that water in the next truck or two. Well, I want to tell you right now, somebody's going to start hustling. Because the last I heard, we're not out of water. And, And, you know... Once they got past that little hump in the road. Now, we're talking about after COVID here now. And Walmart just stands, oh, we're out. We're out. Well, you know what? Get your act together and get some food in there. Fill your shelves up. Because remember, it's us, the consumer, together corporately that has resulted. Our spending has resulted in you being the largest retailer in the world. And I think they need to uh, honor that a little bit better. But they don't. Let's go on a little bit. Hey, listen, I'm on a roll now. There's no need to stop. (laughs) Someone said, well, you know, well, we were talking about, you know, uh, uh, CO2 emissions and one thing or another. And uh, someone said, well, what about all the plastic and stuff? I said, look here. Let me tell you something about plastic. You know, we had it figured out when I was younger and even the generations before that. We had it figured out. Paper sacks. We had glass bottles. In fact, we had glass bottles that you could go out when you were broke and, and and hunt pot bottles and cash them in and get a little extra money. They'd recycle all that stuff immediately. They'd just take it and uh, back to the factory, and these 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 soft drink companies would do their thing and fill fill them back up, and, and there we go on the shelf again. You know, and we had paper sacks, no plastic, no. Uh, I mean, we had it, but uh, you know, uh, we didn't abuse it. What about all these plastic water bottles? Well, you know, don't try to 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 make us pay for all that nonsense. They're the ones that started it. Quit making so much of it. That's your solution right there. Quit. Like I said earlier, I have uh, Googled, uh, you know, temperatures in the past, and and we're right where we've always been. Hey, don't don't make make no mistake. You you folks that are a little older. Anyway, a little saying I come across with. Now, listen, this is all wisdom here. This is valuable stuff I'm passing on to you. And <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But, but hey, here's something that really goes, knowledge is knowing a tomato is fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Where's the wisdom at these days? You know, golly, we got tons of plastic, tons of styrofoam, tons of junk that's, that's hurting the environment, filling up the landfills that'll be there for I don't know, forever, I guess. And they just keep manufacturing it. You know, go back to the way it was, dude. And then you, you're not running out of the resources. You're recycling that stuff immediately. Everything's good. Problem solved. But it's about the money. There's too many people making money. One of, you know, half of them are, are creating a problem and the other half are making money trying to find uh convince you that there's no solution or that, that we need to do all the back work. In the labor to correct the problem, well, hey, let's go back the way it was. Everything's good. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm standing too tall uh, on my uh, soapbox today. But anyway, that's kind of where I'm at on that stuff like that. And I, I know that that may not be neither here nor there to you, and maybe uh, I don't know. I just like to hear the sound of my own voice. But I'm having fun doing it, and if you know, if a hundred people listen, that's great. You know, ten thousand listen that's okay. I'm just having fun doing it. And uh, speaking of current events, uh, you know, uh, who is that? Jason Aldean's got that that new song, Small Town or something to that effect. A lot lot of folks are just pitching a fit about that. And, uh, you know, really my uh, this podcast is is, is centered around, uh, you know, me growing up uh, in the military, coming of age and, and moving to a small town in Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, small town, that song really hits the nail on the head. And, and I, I can tell you right now, there's nothing, there's a lot of truth in that song that small town uh, folks are closely knit. Uh, small town life's a lot slower uh, than the big city life. And and that's not to say that uh, one side or the other has things figured out more than the other. I don't know. But depending on where you're from, that's just where you live. And, uh, you know, a small town, when we were growing up, we always lived in a big city on the military, you know, like I've said in the past. and. That small town life, uh, we were in Oklahoma, was just second to none. We really liked it. And uh, I still draw a lot of uh, a lot of uh, wisdom, I guess, memories, good memories from back then. Just has got a kick out of it. Anyway, listen, I'm going to get off here and get this thing going and quit rambling because I might be the only one that wants to hear the sound of my voice today. <laughs> but anyway, I'll be back soon, I hope. But anyway, have a great day. And if it gets too hot, turn that air conditioner up a little bit. Stay cool. Go swimming. Turn a water hose on. Go go out and play in a sprinkler with your kids. But summer is not going to last forever, and it'll be cool again. You know, some people are griping. Oh, we're getting too much rain. Too much rain. Well, you know, there's other folks in Phoenix, Arizona, that ain't getting no rain. And so, you know, what's what's one man's curse might be another person's blessing. Just always remember that, uh, and and just try to share your good thoughts and times with everyone else every day. Hey, listen, I'm out of here.